Bren Court Talk Sci-Fi Real Estate presented by PureFandom.com. Hey there, everybody! Welcome back to another Pure Fandom podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad, and I'm Court. Welcome to the Roman Agency. Tim Rosen is back on our screens with Sarah Levy and company as they take on stigmatized property and Brad ghosts. No, no, don't say the G word. Oh, come on. Oh. I, I won't mess with your property value. I promise. <laughs> it's, it'll tank. You won't be able to go anywhere. Oh, no. Ooh, spooky. <laughs> as long as you don't build a pool in the backyard on top of a graveyard, you know, that's all good. Yeah. Like, stay away from indigenous people's graveyards, please. Just leave it alone. Poltergeist, by the way. Yeah. That was that one. Exactly. Yeah. And that was literally when he was talking about poltergeist. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, well, before we break down this episode, just to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And Court, how can the good people reach us? Well, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Jen Dev. He is Brad ZB, but you won't really find him on Twitter. He gave that up, like, when he gave up the Fear, not Fear the Walking Dead or The Walking Dead. Both of them. He gave up them both. Right. Um, you can find him on Instagram. He's Ramblin' Brad. And, like, if you are into lifting and building things, like, please follow Brad. And just follow him anyway, because he's a lot of fun. Uh, you can find Pure Fandom on Twitter, on Facebook. And um, we don't have a dedicated group for um, real estate, but we do have Brad and Court Talk, so you can drop in in there. Yep. And I should be like live tweeting the episodes um, like every week when they drop. You should live TikTok it. Live TikTok it? <laughs> okay, I can do that. Like I can do something spooky. Yeah, there you go. See, I did get TikTok. I, I just, TikTok. I got it. I, I did put it on my phone. Yeah. I just don't do anything. It's just, I haven't had any mess with it. Mm-mm. I've had it for over a year. I'm just a watcher. I, I'm just an well, appreciator of other people's content, and because you need that, you need to have that. So yeah, I just Instagram still me. If you go on my Instagram, you can see me lifting weights. You can see me tearing out basements and everything else from the Great Flood of 21. Yeah. <sighs> so oh God, do we? Yeah. <laughs> All right. In case you didn't know, this is our second time doing this. Yeah, because the computer <laughs> it was on was underwater, so it didn't come back. So there we go. Yeah, so second time, stigmatized property right there. Absolutely. Oh, God. They did it on purpose. I know. See, See? They didn't, we didn't like that. We were talking about it. Yeah. No. Be sure to check out some of our other podcasts, too, because we did an interview just recently with who? Trisha Helfer, one of our absolute favorite actors, period. Yep. So say we all. So say we all. <laughs> it was great and a lot of fun, so check it out. Okay, so what was this episode about? Okay, so this show was the introduction. This was the pilot episode of Surreal Estate. It was directed by Paul Fox. It was written by George All or Olson. Uh, the series follows realtor Luke Roman and an elite team of specialists that follow cases that no one else can handle. Uh, it follows haunted and possessed houses that literally scare would-be buyers away. Like I would be that would-be buyer who saw something creepy happen and I'm, nah, I'm gone, not buying that house. Um, they research, investigate, and fix in quotation marks things that go bump in the night the team work to create closure and closings even as they struggle with demons of their own like everybody's got something personally going on and we get a glimpse of it in that pilot episode it was pretty good i liked it uh i didn't know what to think going into the show it was kind of cool it started off perfectly well with the creepy exorcist vibe going on 
Yeah. Like it, it reminded me of the shows that, um, so you talked me into discovery plus, mm-hmm. of course they have all the, um, A&E series and everything uh, where like you have these real estate folks or like these ghost hunters. And so it's kind of a mashup of that. Uh, so I, I enjoyed it very much. And plus, again, we get Tim Rosen, of course, right. with, uh, his handlebar mustache. I, I missed it a little bit. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not there. He's naked. His face is naked, but it's okay. He's still pretty. And like he's very compelling as Luke Roman. So that all helps. I love his spreadsheets that he had in the PowerPoint presentation. Oh, he, he was ready. But, let, but let's let's go back. Let's wind it back. So uh, series opens with our girl, Megan Donovan. She is in her home. And I believe she was selling the house herself. She mm-hmm. was trying to sell the house herself. Um, she had inherited it from her uncle and he passed away after he tried to, um, you know, put in some wine cellars in the basement. We'll get back to that later. Um, but so she had been looking at these autopsy photos apparently all day and drinking her Chardonnay and you know, she started seeing some things and she did what I would have done, but she didn't do it as soon as I would have done it. Like she went running for the door and then here's Luke standing in the doorway in the rain, shadowy figure. Hey. I'm the real estate guy. Oh my God. I loved yeah. it. Best opening. That was so cool. Although I would have been suspicious of him. Like, why are you here? How did you know something was going on? Oh, definitely. Yeah. In the middle of the night, she's the, it's always bad when you're looking at autopsy photos, you know, like one does at night and all of a sudden yeah. you turn in, you get onto the autopsy table yourself with a weird smiling guy. Never, yeah. never a good thing. But yeah, he, she opens the door and there he is. The real estate guy. He's been interested <laughs> in this property for a long time. Uh-huh. He's been watching your house, girl. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he takes her to... She can't stay there anymore, so they go out to a diner or whatever. And he's mm-hmm. showing her the PowerPoint presentation of the... Uh, what they do at the, at the Roman agency, you know? Yeah. And he does a very good job of never saying ghost. She brought it up. Right. He never said it. Yeah. He said it's S. MEP specialist in metaphysically engaged property. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, AKA a haunted house. <laughs> I, I love that in the one section where he's like, okay, this next slide is kind of scary, but stigmatized properties can drop by like 350% or something like that. It was like, yeah. yeah. So, and that's kind of, you know, that's the basis for the show right there. It's kind of just tells you everything you need to know. And it was, I, Loved how it continued on. Uh, we did find out that Megan there had a boyfriend who was living with her who was a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And his cheesy, well, when she calls him at one point in time, his cheesy thing is, I'll sue you later. I'm like, in his voicemail. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you're a lawyer, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, there you go. But back at the uh, Roman agency, we meet up with the rest of the team there. So who do we? Oh, yes, we do. Um, that is a cast of characters. So, of course, we have Zoe. Uh, she is the, the tech extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. Actually, I went and wrote it all this down. Mm-hmm. She's kind of in charge of everything. Uh, we also have Father Phil. He is a former priest. He's kind of fallen from grace. He, he does due diligence on the properties. He does all the research and everything. And we also have August Ripley, who is the badass IT guy. Uh, you'll be seeing him with some really cool equipment when he's looking at these houses. And they bring in newbie Susan Ireland, 
Um, she came from a different agency, and uh, we'll, we get more of her backstory later. Uh, but apparently, there was a fire at her last place of work. That if you, you know, you weren't quite listening to all the details, you might have missed how that connects to something she says later in the episode. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. Right. But uh, she seems super, super out of place with this cast of characters. But with that thing that we have to talk about, she fits in perfectly. Like Luke recruited her, and it was it's the perfect fit because he also has. A bit of a gift. Mm-hmm. Yep, he knows things, stuff and things. He knows things, stuff and things. So he takes Susan over to another house that they were trying to work out a problem with, and mm-hmm. which actually had another realtor there who called them in, which was amusing. Uh, that was a fun little thing going oh, on there. Rita Weiss. Rita. Yeah, she needed help clearing the place. So they go into uh, the house there. They had some poltergeisty activity happening and I loved it when um, all the stuff happened because the child that was there, the daughter, she wanted to go out and mom's like, no, you need to stay in. So she's on the phone. She's, I mean, she's mad. She goes in to get her some food and stuff starts flying around. And I loved it when Rowan just takes a phone call and he's just dodging things being thrown at him like it's not an everyday occurrence. Yeah, he said, been there, done that. This is not like a big deal mm-hmm. on the scale of one to uh demon dog. Yep. One to demon dog. And he leaves Susan in charge of that and says, Hey, you take care of this and figure it out. We need to solve the problem. I mean, he's got a feeling about her. Yep. Like she can connect. <laughs> yeah. And that's, you know, basically kind of what happens with him. And long story short on this one is the fact that she finds out later on in the episode, like the father is hurt and taken to the hospital and she goes into the hospital also to, you know, work on this. And the daughter's having a conversation with the boyfriend that's not mm-hmm. going well. And there's a screaming baby going on in this whole thing, too. And everybody is screaming babies. They just drive you crazy. And she <laughs> sees this, uh, le- as the girl's trying to talk, The levitates a toy to the child, who, which, you know, makes her be quiet. And Susan catches that. And that's kind of how we find out more about Susan's background when she's talking mm-hmm. to her about, you know, this is stuff that you're causing this and you need to get a grip on this. And I kind of did the same thing. And that's where we find out that she is uh, like a mini Drew Barrymore uh, fire starter. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that takes us back to our introduction with her. Her last agency, there was an unfortunate fire. And, of course, now we know that she had an affair with her boss. He got married, and now now there, there was this fire. <laughs> so we can, we can connect those dots. Uh, so she's got some uh, fire-starting tendencies happening um, that she can't quite control when her emotions are involved. So, yeah. So she is definitely a good fit yeah. in the Roman agency. And Luke somehow knew about that whole connection. I know. Interesting. Not know how. Uh, one thing. Oh, I have no, no idea either. Uh, one thing I do like about Susan, she referred to herself as the uh, Winston Zedmore of the group. <laughs> and for our kids who might not know what that is, who are you going to call? Uh, he was the Ernie Hudson F character from the original Ghostbuster one and two. Yep. Which you probably need. going to pop up again. I don't, I don't know if he's popping up in a new one coming out or not, but I need to go watch those again. It's been a while. Hey, I got him. You let me know. Okay. 
So <laughs> zooming back over to the other house, we get a look of uh, August is using some of his uh, cool binocular toy things that he has. His his spectacle glasses. I want some of those, but I'd be scared to look through them. And as he's looking through them, we, we see all the people that are hanging out at the house. Full house. A lot of They're people there. Fun. Lots yeah. of activity. But they're calm, like no, nobody attacking, like no creepy looking, smiling doctors. Right. But we also find out that the house, there's no <laughs> record of it actually being built. Right. It just popped into existence um, in 1987. Like, and um, he said that the house looked at least 100 years old. August. No, Father Phil said that. I wonder when what, he was doing research. So I wonder, yeah. where they, I wonder where the house came from. Well, again, we have our Poltergeist connection. So you remember in Poltergeist, the movie, spoilers for anybody who didn't see this movie, it's been, it's like been 40 years or something. Um, remember that got sucked into a wormhole or something? Right. Maybe this house got sucked into a wormhole and got transported to another location. So maybe this house got sucked from purgatory and just dropped wherever this was. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. yeah. See, there we go. Maybe, maybe not. Hey, something else from Purgatory pops up in the third episode. So. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's kind of an interesting. So when they go in to investigate the house, um, they find some interesting stuff. We find out about the cellar because uh, prior to that, he was uh, Susan, not not Susan. I'm sorry. Megan called Luke because she was freaking out a little bit, and she was drinking mm-hmm. all her wine. And they took off because <laughs> she couldn't stay in the house anymore. And that's in the morning is when he found out that there was a wine cellar being built in the bottom as she is dipping her pop tart into a glass of wine expensive expensive chardonnay right and can you gotta roll it back so i know you mentioned this before but like after her initial stint like looking at the different books and everything and having it come to life a little bit like i had been gone but she went back and she started studying more and of course her fiance like he kind of like he told her hey like this isn't the real deal but he's not at the house he's kind of staying away from the house a little bit so she's in the house alone. And like you were saying, like she saw on the television screen, she saw like channel after channel had that, that view from, that she was seeing in the textbook previously with like the doctors trying to cut into people. And all of a sudden, like that, she was on the table and like she runs out of the house and she is triple fisting wine bottles. And I'm like, I understand you. That would be me. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rick is like, hey, just c- come with me. You-, you can come home with me. Because like she's like, I can't stay here. And I don't, I don't think she would have been able to stay in a hotel room by herself either. Like, I would have gone to Luke's house, too. Right. Like, yeah, I barely know you guy, but I'm going to your house. I'm, I'm going to lock the door, and you're going to stay on the couch, but I'm not staying alone. Although, after what I saw, we might be on that couch together. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, not saying anything ha- is going to happen, even though I think eventually something's going to happen with those two. Mm-hmm. Um, but, again, with what she saw, I wouldn't want to sleep alone. All the lights would be on. And yeah, yeah that, that that house has some issues going on in it. Lids, it's just got a little. lot of issues. But we also find out that uh, Luke Roman's mother disappeared into that house. 
Yeah. So we knew that, or like we knew that his mother left him and his father. He later drops that bomb that she disappears without a house. So it wasn't that she left him and disappeared immediately. I think it had been a while and she came back to town and she moved in next door to that house. Mm -hmm. And then she was gone because it was something that he said uh, it was some issue with weed. (laughs) Yeah. She was complaining about the landscaping. Yeah. 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 So. Oh, man. So Father Phil there and August go into the house to do some searching and they head on downstairs and to where Phil runs across the hellhound that's down there guarding the door. Uh-huh. Never a good idea. Takes some pictures, runs away, and they go to have the discussion about the dog. Always not a good to have uh, a dog down there doing that, unless it's a key master. I don't know. No, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> That was perfect. That was another Ghostbusters moment right there. Um, oh, speaking of that, well, I'll, I'll say this one. Fun fact, uh, just so you know, we, we're the whole poltergeist thing going on here, if you didn't notice or not, this came out not too long ago, but if you watched the poltergeist uh, movie and at the end of it where there's that had that scene where they're all in the pool, swimming pool and all the bones uh-huh. and skulls started popping up, those weren't actual movie props. They were actually dead bodies that they used. I heard that, and it made it was even more creepier than I thought it was. And they had like no idea plastic. about that, but because they got them because they were cheaper than plastic skeletons. Of course. So there, <laughs> that's not that. That's what you know when you have a bad acting gig right there when they don't tell you. By the way, those are actually real dead bodies down there that you were swimming with. Have fun with that. <sighs> terrifying yeah like and don't tell me like maybe that's why they none of them came back for the third movie yeah Caroline. i died pretty much so <laughs> like we found out about these bones and we're not coming back plus the, the movie had some other um mysterious happenings going around with it like i saw this um i'm sorry i'm, I'm sorry to diverge into a tangent but on shutter there is a series called cursed and um like the people related to the poltergeist movie they don't want you talking about the fact that or not fact, it's not a fact, but the opinion that the Poltergeist series is cursed. Mm-hmm. Um, people, they hate that, apparently. So I, I, I try to stop doing that. But for the longest time, I thought that series was cursed because there were so many tragedies related to it right. and um, were seemingly related to it. But yeah, if go watch Cursed. It's really creepy. It also talks about like the Twilight Zone like accident that happened uh-huh. that I didn't know about. But you, you know about that. Yep. I had no idea about that. But yeah. Yeah. So, yeah check that out. Yeah. Unrelated, but kind of related. Go it's watch Poltergeist, too. Poltergeist. Yeah. Watch Poltergeist. Yeah. It's a good movie. That one? I like the remake, too. Yep. A lot of people don't. Yep. I like it. It's good. Right. Anyhow, Go ahead. back to this movie. <laughs> back to this show. Uh, Luke and Megan decide to go downstairs. He grabs some pork chops to try and figure out what this uh, cellar, wine cellar was down there. And they go downstairs mm-hmm. and throw the pork chops over for the little doggy who's a ghost dog who still likes pork chops. Because that's after Megan drops it on the ground. Right. <laughs> and she's like, let me clean this off. Like, I don't think the dog is that picky, sweetie. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I could drop something on the ground. Uh, Ragnar and Trixie are going to get it. It doesn't matter. They're not going to care that it's hit the ground. So, yeah, the ghost dog's probably the same way. And they find a cellar that's, uh, well, the not the cellar, but like the pit or whatever that's down there. 
and this giant hand comes out and grabs Megan. Nope, that's never a good sign. No, never, nope. never. But they're able to finally best that thing, and he gets the door shut. Uh, well, the cover shut over the the hole, and that makes it go away, which mm-hmm. was good. But um, he's going to have Luke's going to have somebody come and weld that down, just so no one else can get into it. So it's a good pit there. I I would imagine you probably want to do a few more things with that. Maybe you know have some blessings done over it or something like that. Uh, I love the part about the ghost dog to wonder where he went to. And it was like, yeah, hey, I probably was following a mailman around somewhere or whatever. Yeah. Cause it, it, that house had a lot of ghosts around it and they're not necessarily gone now. Like just because that door's closed. Right. And we find that out at the end when uh, Luke's outside and we see a person in the window, which assume was his mother. Oh, yeah. I believe that was definitely his mother. And, like, we don't know that 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 door issue had anything to do with his mother or other people's disappearances. Like, that could just been a segment of the things going on with this house. Right. Yeah. We're not 100% sure of anything on this house. We just know it's there, and uh, it's probably coming back in the next few episodes at some point, because Megan isn't around for a while, we're guessing, because that one was never really cleared up as much as the other house that Susan was working on. I mean, and then there's the fact that Luke is clearly attracted to Megan. So I feel like we're going to see her for a while. And, and spoiler alert, she's a series regular. Well, there we go. So now we know we're going to see her for a while. Yeah. All right. Um, I don't know. What, what else do we got? Did we touch on everything there? I feel like we hit on everything in the episode. Um, but like I said, I really enjoyed it. Um, Super excited to see where this goes next. Yes, me too. Well, uh, if you're not there already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts like The Magicians and Van Helsing, which just finished up. Uh, we did that start to finish. That was a really good series. Uh, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's, it's fun. It's good. It's It's got a good wrap-up at the end of it. and. Kind of like mm-hmm. makes you wonder if they could do more. And there are also mm-hmm. a lot of awesome writers over there putting out some amazing work. Absolutely. If you have any thoughts or comments on this episode, drop it below. Hit me up on Twitter. Find Brad on IG. Go locate the Peer Fandom Facebook page. It's a lot of folks on there talking about shows that you might like. Yep. And until next time. Until next time. What wine do you think pairs well? with the unfrosted strawberry Pop-Tart, because I want to try that. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.